The choir is coming. The drama department is coming. And we want to answer the question on what has made Easter the happiest day in the calendar year. This morning, Lakeside Assembly of God is proud to present to you Love Ran Red. Worthy is the Lamb who is slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Crown him with many crowns, the Lamb upon the throne. Stronger, sin is broken. 
we love because he first loved us. That's how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. My name's John, and I'm one of Jesus' disciples. And for the last three years, I've lived alongside and, and traveled the countryside with Jesus of Nazareth, who I believe is the Messiah, the Redeemer promised by God. I also came to believe he was the Son of God. My name is Mary. Jesus is my son. When he was born, angels sang in the night sky, and shepherds and kings from afar came to worship him. When he told me he was going to Jerusalem, I was a little uneasy, a little fearful. After all, I had heard the talk of how the religious leaders hated him. I decided also to go to Jerusalem. After all, I'm not just his mother. I'm also a follower. My name is also Mary. They call me Magdalena. There is a lot of gossip and false information about me. The truth is, I was a woman possessed by seven demons. Don't ask me how it happened. I don't know. You cannot imagine the horror of my daily life. The voices screaming in my head. My inability to do anything to help myself. I was ostracized by my friends and family. Everybody was afraid to come near me, to touch me, to even look at me. But then, one day, I met Jesus. Not only did he look at me with eyes full of love and compassion, but he came near me. He reached out and grabbed my hand and commanded that the demons release me. At that moment, I was free. Finally free. I knew from that day that I would follow him, that I would serve him for the rest of my life. He was my Lord. He told us so many times that he loved us. He was always talking about love. But he didn't just tell us about love. He showed us in a hundred different ways. Like when he fed the 5,000 hungry people. Or, or when he raised from the dead the only child of a widow in the town of Nain. Or when he cast the demons from the boy and returned him whole to his family. Again and again, he showed us that he cared about us. About our condition about the things that concerned us. Again and again, he showed us that he loved us, that he loved me. He was my master, my teacher, my best friend. We were with him that last week. I didn't know that the events of this week could not only impact my life, but impact the lives of the entire human race. Nothing would ever be the same. As we entered Jerusalem, the city was, was ablaze with anticipation and excitement. That day, everyone loved Jesus. That day, everyone was praising Jesus, saying, welcome Jesus. They were, they were waving palm branches and, and shouting out, Hosanna, son of David, praise you Jesus. 
we didn't know then that by the end of that week, those very same people would be shouting for his execution. broken. Wake them up! Ah. Oh, we have to get to the city early today. Early? Asaba, my lovely one. Last time we were up this early, you got a bargain on smelly fish. I got a bargain on smelly fish. How yes. was I supposed to know? The man said it was fresh. Well, I didn't know it came all the way from Galilee. Oh. Well, when the man showed up as a door-to-door -door salesman, you should have suspected something. I should have suspected something? Yes. Omar, really? That fish made it the best party we've had in years. Everybody was talking about it. Oh, Esaba, love of my heart. That was the only party we've had in years, and everybody was talking about it. The only party we've had in years? Really, Omer? Esaba, my beauty, why must you always say the same thing back to me that I just said to you? Why do I always say the same thing back to you that you just said to me? There! You did it again! <gasps> Omer, you're just getting old. You don't even remember what you said to me. Oh, oh God, this woman you gave me has an answer for everything. And don't you forget it. And she always has to have the last word. <sighs> Omer, really? Oh, okay, listen. This man, the one they call the Messiah, the one we've been waiting for, mm. they say he's coming into the city today and that he is going to overthrow the Romans and set up the kingdom of God. Oh, my jewel of Jerusalem. I, too, believe he's the one we've been waiting for. But to overthrow the Romans? Why, why, uh, that, would, that would take an army in. Well, he's only got 12 men and a few women followers. But, but oh, wouldn't it be wonderful if he could. Oh, that I would see God's kingdom in my lifetime. Here we go. Oh, oh. Yes. Yes. I'm just so excited because I do believe he is the Messiah and the one we've been waiting for. Mm. And we are going to see him in this city this very day. Today. It's something we're going to be able to tell our grandchildren. Oh. Our great-grandchildren. Oh. Our great-great-grandchildren. Oh, boy. That we were in the city the day the Messiah arrived. Well, perhaps you are right, my dear. Of course I'm right. Okay, let's go. Onward oh. to the city. Oh, no, not a oh. hill. Oh, you, oh, you got it, baby. Up you go. Come on, Esaba. Oh, you have the legs of a 70-year-old still. Young at heart. I'm just going to scoot this way. Hey, can okay. I help you? Can you give me a hand? I'll give you two. Huh? <laughs> it's an old man joke. 
Up you go. Oh, my back. Give it your best. Oh. Woo, okay. We made it. Where were we going again? I don't remember. Okay. Oh, wait. I hear shouting. Yes. And I see people. That's what we're doing. Okay, so let's get to a better place so I can see. So we can okay. see.
Hey, do you see him? I don't see anybody. Is that... No, it's I hope this guy shows up. Is it? No, it's not him. No. Peter, are you sure that the master said that a man would be carrying water pots? I don't, I don't see anybody, and we don't have a lot of time to get things ready. Uh, look, John, don't get so excited. If the master said that we'll find this man with water pots, then we will certainly find this man with water pots. We found the, the donkey in the colt on Sunday, didn't I? <laughs> Peter, that donkey found you. He stepped right on your foot as you backed into him. Oh, yeah. And besides, the master didn't tell you what to do. He told both of us. Look, stop your complaining and help me look for this man. Lousy old man with water pots. Hey, young whippersnapper! Water pots? Where are you? Hey, 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 old man, what are you doing? Oh, my wife is very forgetful, that beauty. She left these water pots at the well, but we need them to get the room ready the master needs. Wait a minute. Huh? How did you know about the room? What? Speak up! How did you know that the master needed your spare room? You need my tomb? Why do you need a tomb? I'm no, not no, that no. old. John, the master didn't say that this man would be hard of hearing. All right, Peter, Peter, let me try. Excuse me. Huh? How did you know that the master needed to use your spare R-O-O-M room? Well, what do you think? I'm hard of hearing? Now, why would I think that? Oh, well, the master asked my wife and I if he could use our spare room to celebrate Passover with his friends. He said he'd send two men to help my wife and I get ready. One. Hey, that must be you guys. All right, come on, we have work to do. Walk this way. We gotta get the room ready. We gotta clean the water pots. We gotta fix the, wait. Hmm. Walk this way. We gotta get the room ready. We gotta prepare the food. We, wait, wait. You almost forgot the water pots. Oh, go yeah, grab them. Yeah, don't forget the water pots. Look. We've got to stop talking and start getting to work. You've got to help the man with cleaning the room, uh, fixing the stairs, fixing the food, among all the other arrangements. Oh, I'm going to look so good in the eyes of the master. What? You're going to look so good? Wait a second here. you got me doing all the work. What are you going to be doing? If anybody's going to look good, it should be me. Well, who exactly did the master give the keys to? Peter, he only gave you those keys so that when they rattled, they knew where you were. Hey, well, is that one another of your great revelations, John? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Come on.
looked forward to this Passover meal with all of you before I suffer. Sitting among us here at this table, sitting among us as a friend, is the man who will betray me. I must die. But it is God's plan. But oh, the man, the horror of the man who will betray me. It would be better as if he had never been born. Lord, this can't be. Who among us would betray you? It is the man who will put his hand in the dish with me. What you must do, do it quickly. The Son of Man is about to be betrayed by people who want nothing to do with God. They will condemn him to death. And they will mock him. And scourge him. And then they will murder him. But on the third day, he will rise alive. Master, Master, this is such a hard thing we are hearing. We just don't understand. Speak plainly to us. Friends, I will be going away soon. But I will be back again. But in the meantime, my Father will send you the Counselor, who is the Holy Spirit. And He will make everything plain to you. And He will remind you of all the things that I have taught you. This is my body, which has been broken for you. Take it and eat all of it. This cup, this cup is the new agreement of my blood, which has been shed for the forgiveness of many sins. Drink it, all of you, and do this in remembrance of me until I come again. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. For remember what I have told you, I will be going away, but I will come again, and I will come back to get you, so that you will always be where I am, always. So here I give you a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. As the Father has loved me, I have loved you. And for you to show love only proves that you are my disciples. I love you. 
Greater love has no man than this, than to lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends. So we so good for oh. 
After daybreak. What is it? Why are you awake so early? Mary, why are you pacing? I'm worried. Something's wrong. I, I can feel it. Mary! Mary! John? John? It's Jesus. We were at Gethsemane. Judas came with the temple guards and they arrested Jesus. <gasps> Judas? I, I don't understand. Arrested? For what for? Those priests, they've been trying to arrest Jesus since Sunday. I don't understand. Judas told them where they could quietly arrest Jesus. He betrayed Jesus. How could he do such a thing? Where is he now? They took him to Caiaphas, the high priest. Mary, Mary, we abandoned him. We all ran from the garden like cowards. What about Peter? Surely Peter stayed. Yes, Peter. No, we all ran. Mary, I'm so sorry. I should have stayed. I was so frightened. Can you ever forgive me? There's nothing to forgive. You could not have stopped this from happening. I knew something terrible was going to happen when Jesus told me he was going to Jerusalem. John, where is he now? I was able to get into the courtyard to see what had happened. They questioned Jesus. They, they insulted him. They twisted his words. They spat on him. Oh. They even struck him with their fists and then... Then they accused him of, uh, of blasphemy. Blasphemy? Then they took him to Pilate. Pilate? What does the Roman governor have to do with any of this? Mary, it's so bad. Those priests, they demanded that Jesus be put to death. <gasps> Mary, sit down, sit down. No, no. Pilate questioned Jesus, but could find nothing worthy of death. But by that time, those priests, they had gathered a mob outside. 
that began shouting for Jesus to be executed. Pilate had Jesus scourged. It was awful. They were in a frenzy. They, they wouldn't relent. Afterwards, Pilate offered to release Jesus. But that crowd, they shouted for the release of Barabbas instead. Barabbas? But he's a criminal! He's a murderer! I know. Pilate offered to release Jesus, asking, what has he done? What has he done? Even his wife begged Pilate to let him go. But those priests and that mob, they, they, they wouldn't back down. The high priest suddenly shouted out, Crucify this man! Crucify? No! Or you are no, no friend of Caesar. No! You could tell that, that Pilate was afraid. Then he called for a basin of water and he, and he washed his hands. And then he said, I wash my hands of this blood of this innocent man. His blood is on your heads now. Then Pilate said to the crowd, Crucify him. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> My Lord. I'm so sorry. They'll be taking him to Golgotha shortly. Mary, I'm so sorry. where we will go and that is where we will stay until until it is over but first let's pray
need to rest. No. You need to rest. Please, God, comfort us in our grief. Show us mercy. God, I don't understand. None of this makes any sense. I keep telling myself that this must be a bad dream. But there's blood on my hands, and I know that Jesus is really dead. Why? Why did this happen? God, Jesus was my friend, my savior. My Lord, he chased away those demons and redeemed my life. He rescued my very soul. He gave me peace and hope. And now, he's gone. And I've lost my way. Hope and peace has been buried in a tomb. God, please help me to understand why this happened. Why he had to suffer and die. What was it for? I know there must be some greater plan and purpose here. I just don't know what it is. Please, God, I'm calling out to you. Please help me to understand. was always talking about love, always showing us love, always putting the needs of others above his own needs. Even today, as he was
was dying. As he writhed in agony on that cruel cross, I heard him promise a dying thief that there was a place for him in paradise. And then I heard him forgive the very ones who put him on that cross. He said, Father, forgive them. Forgive them. Even in the end, show, showing mercy, showing grace, showing love. He, he taught us that God loved us so much that he gave Jesus his, his one and only son so that we could have eternal life through him. I heard him say, greater love has no man than this that he would lay down his life for his friends. Today, today the very personification of God's love was poured out, was spilled out on the ground. I, I, I don't understand still trying to grasp what God is doing here. But I think, I think that love ran red so that I could be washed white.
be so
ask you a question this morning. And by the way, the finale is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Don't miss it. Here's the question. Which side of Easter are you living on? Perhaps some darkness of the soul has come into your life causing you to live on the wrong side of Easter. To live as though we saw with Mary and Mary Magdalene and John, as though Jesus, for you, is still dead. As long as our hope in a Savior is dead, we're cut off from God's best in our life. There is no hope beyond this veil of tears. I want to remind you, the enemy, the devil, he doesn't mind if you believe that Jesus died for you. He doesn't care if you believe that Jesus is dead. But knowing that Jesus is alive gives him daily nightmares. Listen, if our hope is only in a dead Savior, we're in the same boat as the Muslims. We're in the same boat as the followers of Confucius. We're in the same boat as the Buddhists. The record is clear. Buddha is dead. Confucius is dead. Muhammad is dead. But our Jesus is alive. And he's alive forevermore. Hallelujah. Let there be no doubt. He is alive. Remember, the religious leaders tried to conquer him. The Roman soldiers tried to conquer him. Pilate tried to kill him, but they couldn't. The cross and the grave couldn't keep him dead. Death, the devil, and the demons of hell, they couldn't keep him dead. Jesus is alive, alive forevermore, risen from the dead. He is the unconquerable Christ. He's the Lord of victory. But perhaps this Easter, in fact, right now, perhaps you've tried to conquer him. Maybe with your doubts, maybe with your desires, maybe with your denial. But he's still there, isn't he? He stands at your heart's door knocking. He's the lover of your soul. He loved you so much. Each drop of his blood was shed for you. Each drop said, I love you. Each drop declared this blood, it's for you. God gave his very best. Jesus, because he saw you, he saw me, and he wants to enjoy all of eternity with you. 
Religion can't save you or I. Only a relationship with the risen Son of God can do that. Because He conquered death. He can make you unconquerable too. How about it? Isn't it time you said yes to Jesus? Would you bow your heads with me this morning? Father, we ask and pray even right now, O oh Lord. Come, sweet Holy Spirit. As heads are bowed and eyes are closed, we ask, Lord, that you would come and call and knock upon the door of our hearts. And Lord, ask to come in to our lives. As heads are bowed and eyes are closed, and please no looking around in the sacredness of this Easter service. I ask you right now, are you right with God? Are you in right relationship with Him? Do you know that you know that you know that heaven is your home? Jesus is your Savior? Are you on the right side of Easter? I want to give you an opportunity this morning to know with certainty that you're right with God. You're in right relationship with Him. I want to give you an opportunity this morning to invite Jesus into your heart, to know that your sins are washed away and that you have a home in heaven. There's no greater life than this. I'm going to pray a prayer. It is the most powerful prayer of all. It is a prayer that will change you from the inside out, make you right with God, and grant you a home in heaven. Right now, at this moment, if you would like to be included in this prayer that I'm about to pray, I'm just going to ask you to demonstrate your faith. This has nothing to do with religion. This has nothing to do with joining this church, though I'd love to be your pastor. This is all about joining Jesus, saying yes to Him, having a relationship with Him. If you would like to be included in this prayer that'll give you a home in heaven, as heads are bowed and eyes are closed and no one is looking around, I'm just going to ask you to demonstrate your faith by lifting up your hand and saying, Pastor, would you pray for me? I want to be included in your prayer. Pastor, I want Jesus in my life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Yes, I see that hand. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Up in the balcony. Thank you. Turn those lights up brighter in the balcony. Thank you. God bless you. Yes. All the way in the back up there in the balcony. I see that hand. More importantly, God sees that hand. God bless you. Keep those hands lifted up. There's so many I cannot count them. Heads are bowed. Eyes are closed. Say this prayer with me. Everyone, say this prayer with me out loud. Would you say it right now? Dear Jesus, I come to you right now just as I am. No defense. No excuses. I confess. 
I have sinned. I am a sinner. But Jesus, you're my Savior. I believe you died for me. And I believe you rose from the dead with resurrection life. I want that life, Jesus. A new life. A changed life. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing me, for cleansing me, for granting me a home in heaven. I thank you, Jesus, that I am saved. In the name of Jesus, I receive this as I believe it. And everyone would say, Amen. You may open your eyes now. Let's give the glory to God this morning. Praise the Lord.